All right, welcome to episode 20 of Is It 705 Yet podcast, the off-season. Today is Joe Girardi's birthday. Happy birthday, Joe. So we show him some love on the pod. We were also, something very cool, listed as number seven on a website that rates blogs and podcasts. So we got that going for us right now. It is officially the off-season for the Phillies, and there is a lot to talk about uh, from the Phillies' instructional league starting to what the Phillies might do in the offseason to make their team better. Yep, and there's 125 days until pitchers and catchers report, uh, so we also have that going for us. And there are a lot of free agents on the market, and we take some time to discuss uh, some of the better options, some of what the better options might be. Um, go, go figure there are better options. But uh, specifically, best case scenario with keeping JT and Didi for the long term, and also pitching, which we both think uh, we can all agree is equally or more important uh, for next season. Um, we talk a little bit about the playoffs, although we have both lost some interest in baseball now that the Phillies are not good. And with that, play, play ball! ball. All right, welcome to episode 20 of this is so wait, wait. Yep. We got a did you open your beer? Oh, shit. Did you hear that guys? That was a twist cap today. Uh, <laughs> all right everybody, welcome to this <laughs> is 705 yet podcast episode 20. Bad things happen to Philadelphia part 2. Uh, Brandon. How are you? It's been a while. Uh, it has been a while. I'm, I'm not I'm okay. used to these. I'm not used to these podcasts just once a week instead of twice a week. It feels like I don't see you anymore. I know we we need to get back on a regular schedule. I think because yeah. I feel like we're confusing ourselves and also our listeners. So yeah, I, sorry, but sorry I, about I, that, guys. Twice a week. <laughs> we might. I mean, I well, I I don't. I mean, we ha- we do have a lot to talk about again uh, for this episode, but. Um, I don't, I don't know how much we can find stuff, though. a lot of fun off season stuff. It, there will be, and I'm looking forward to it, but I, I just don't know, at least like right now, I, f- I feel like it's just like a really, I don't know. Uh, are we even going to have a season next season? Oh yeah. I feel, I feel like there's, there's going to be fans <laughs> and the Phillies are going to choke in September. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, that yeah, sounds about right. Uh, yep, yep, well, a yep. uh, couple things we want to touch base on before we get into the meat of the pod. Uh, one thing, Matt Klintak is still with the Phillies, everyone. Just want to throw that out there. Yep. Uh, and also, Brandon, it is Joe Girardi's birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Joe. Skip. Happy birthday, Joe. Mr. Girardi. And, and Joe Girardi is now on Instagram, everyone. So follow Joe Girardi on Instagram and wish him a happy birthday today. Yeah, show him some love. He deserves it. Yep. He's not Gabe Kapler. Yep. Yeah, we are very, very happy to have him here, hopefully for the long haul. And it, it can only get better. So hopefully. Let's go Phillies. Yep. And then, Brandon, we also got to touch upon a cool little article that has come to our attention. I said, yeah. Do you wanna- Talk about it. Yeah, I was uh, drinking uh, maybe a little bit too much on Saturday, and uh, I don't know how this conversation every came. Day. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, now that the <laughs> Phillies aren't in the playoffs or anything. But uh, but no, um, sitting out uh, talking to my wife and uh, she was I, I really don't know how this conversation came up, but she was searching, I guess, top 10 or top Phillies podcasts um, to listen to. And somehow we came up on I guess it's blog.feedspot or something.com. Very reputable website. Yes. Yep. And we are number seven out of the 10 that they have listed there as a wow. top series podcast. So we, we have a hundred. What, what did you see? I think I just saw 115 Facebook followers right now, uh, 12 uh, Twitter followers. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got that yeah. going for us. Yeah, but, we don't. No, we, don't do the, we don't do the Twitter that much. No, I, I mean I, I look at it from time to time because there's some people that post on there over Instagram. But um, but yeah, I mean if you can show us some love, we're we're on all these podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple, Google, um, iHeartRadio, um, Anchor. It's where Anchor. we where yep. we publish everything. So uh, shout out to them for for having us as a podcast on their platform. Um, but yeah, uh, for our listeners, if you can, in your spare time, just give us a rating. Um, that'd be really five helpful. Stars is the only yeah, five, that matters, though. So yeah, five, five, five stars, stars only. Don't leave us a rating. Yeah. Yeah. You can Please. give us five stars and then rip <laughs> us in a comment. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah, that that's fine. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of can. comments, Brandon and I, we're not really good with this uh, technology, thing. this Facebook <laughs> thing. But we just found out uh, found out how we can start commenting on articles and different things using our Is It Seven Hundred Five Yet Facebook page. So yeah. Yeah, look out, great. world! Here look out come. now! Here we come! Look out now! And then also something's pretty sweet, Brandon. What's that? Look what I just ordered yesterday and from Prime Day. It's already here. Boom! Zeal Sound got myself a microphone and. It's gold, in case you can't see it. Everyone, it's a gold mic. I'll have to get a silver. Uh, do they just have like silver? My, just, they do. They have a silver and a pink. I was thinking more of a pink for you, though. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> oh, oh, it's gold, just like my takes. So I will have this set up for next podcast. And I will also be changing locations, Brandon, for the next podcast. I'm going to oh, be no. putting my – currently, my computer desk is in our uh, – dining room which is not ideal as but we just finished a, a room so it's going in there be nice and peace and quiet and i'm gonna have to hang up some you know philadelphia merchandise behind me instead of yeah just yeah like dining. all this yeah do exactly. you guys like do you guys like my uh change of scenery i got yangling won that a few years ago um at a golf tournament scramble tournament weird um and then i got <laughs> boathouse row back here Shout out Philly. You do have Philadelphia paraphernalia in the background, Brandon. Yeah. Which you yeah, I got lied th- now, and you said there'd be no Philadelphia stuff. In oh, your I, no, I said I wouldn't be wearing Philadelphia. It's apparel. close enough. It's close enough. And I, I have not worn. Well, I lied about I that too because I, I, don't I, I wore, I wore a sweatshirt the other day, but I caught myself. I was like, I was like, oh no, I'm wearing Philly stuff. I said I, I wasn't going to do it, and then Katie said she was going to call me out. So. Show us yeah. the underwear, Brandon. I don't believe you. Nope, not Phillies. Oh, he had to check. He Batman. doesn't even care if he was wearing any. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into some actual Phillies talk now. After that exciting news, so what, what do you uh, want to do? Do you want to do the beer first, or do you want to 
talk let's, Philly or do that after. Do, no, let's do the beer because this is a fantastic beer, and I don't want to forget about it. Yes, Brandon. it is. So we are drinking Yingling Hershey's Porter. It is an amazing, great combination uh, that finally is bottled up this year after last year they tested out on draft. It is amazing. Uh, I believe I only have one or two left in my case already, so I'll probably have to go get some more. But yeah, highly, highly recommend it. Um, it seriously tastes like chocolate. I, I'm not a big chocolate beer fan. I'm not either, of, but I think a lot of times it tastes like burnt, but this actually tastes like drinking and, chocolate syrup. And a lot of times they're really heavy, like the chocolates and the porters, but this, this right. I could drink, I think I could drink a whole case of these and not like, I mean, yeah. I'd probably feel, I'd probably feel sick, but <laughs> is it a challenge? Challenge is accepted. A challenge. <laughs> But but no, it's it it is very very good. It's I I I love it. It's like lager and chocolate. Yep. Two Can't my favorite things. Yep. yep. Chocolate lager up hashtag. The, the next one they'll have to make is a well, Reese's a one. Though. A Reese's one that would be. Ooh, a Reese for Reese Hoskins. Ooh. Yep. Put like Reese's face on the bottle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'd buy it. Or somehow they'd they'd have to make a play on words for Aaron Nola chocolate or something i don't know is there a chocolate that is sort of like nola Aaron nola nola white bar chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> uh, no i don't know no all right all right, all right. All right. that's our on. beer review. moving on great beer 10, great 10 beer. out of 10 5 out 10, of 5 yep yep 6 out of 7 yeah what she said uh all right so we're gonna talk about uh a lot of free agents and uh, draft stuff and what the Phillies should do moving forward in this podcast. Um, in case everyone was wondering, it's 125 slash 126 days until pitchers and catchers report. Yep. But who's counting? I know the baseball Just, season is still going on right now. And that's, uh, that's to be determined for the Phillies also because um, they – they didn't have a specific date. I just took that from a couple other teams that had dates. So, but uh, I'm I'm sure it's about the same. I I would think. But yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I say so am I. Uh, it's like four months. I'm hoping it's a regular <laughs> spring training, uh, which I think it will be. Um, but I'm hoping it's a regular spring training where they're able to uh, just you know get ready for the season, prepare like normal this time, and not have a break towards mm-hmm. the end of it. Um, little tidbit, Phillies Instructional League, uh, they started that in Florida about, I think it's about two weeks ago now, three weeks ago. Uh, so there's a lot of different prospects who are in the Instructional League there. Uh, one of Brandon's favorites, absolute favorite, uh, Mick Abel, the Phillies yep. first round draft pick this past year, is in the Instructional League. I think they're going to be down there for a month. Uh, I'm pretty sure Brandon's firstborn child is going to be named Mick. Nope. A girl or boy. Incorrect. False. Uh I'm going to question that. I don't know. I, I guess that is kind of like a girl and boy name, kind of. Do you know what his real name is? His Mick. real first name? Mickey. Mickey. Mickey Mouse. Nope. It's McLean. Mac. McLean. McLean? Like M-C capital L-E-A-N, I think. Like, like McLean. Mis- like Mr. McLean? Sure. Yep. All right. I like Mick. We're going to go with Mick. Look- Look it up. Look it up on uh, Baseball I, Reference no, or, I believe or whatever. You. I believe yeah. you, Brandon. There we go. 
Wow. Yeah, I like I like Mick better. It's better uh, nickname. But... You like Mick, Mick better is what you said. <laughs> you like Mick better. Yeah, like the kind of like one words together. Like Sorry, Mick, Mick right. Double Mick, yeah, McDonald's. Like Mick <laughs> yep. Um. All right, Brandon. So I think we need to talk about free agency. Um. I know we did a little bit last time of what the money coming off the books. You know, mm-hmm. like Jake Arrieta, David Robertson. Um. You know, potentially like David Phelps, Vince Velasquez, even um, D.D. Gregorius, technically J.T. Yeah. Robinso, yeah. um as well. But like that's all money that's coming off the books. So I think it was Corey Seidman who had an article for NBC Sports uh, talking about that it's going to potentially be around actually uh, sixty-five to seventy million uh, mm-hmm. that it might be. I, yeah, you know, I saw sixty, but yeah, so it, somewhere around it's there. It's a higher number. It depends on who they like. They could. Like Vinny, I'm assuming like Vinny V is going to be back, you know, and David Phelps and stuff like that. But they could, you know, non-tender them and then have more cap space. Um, so they were assuming like all these people get non-tendered and then the Phillies have a lot more cap space. But um, so obviously there's going to be some holes to fill this offseason. Uh, you got catcher, obviously. Uh, hopefully you can just fill that with JT for a reasonable number, which we can get yep. into some of the reports that are out there. Uh, shortstop with DD. Like I said, he's a free agent. I would like them to re-sign him. Um, and then, you know, you could look at, obviously, relief pitching, starting pitching. You could always use one or two more starting pitchers in this uh, staff. Um, and then also, uh, in my opinion, potentially a second base or center fielder because, you know, Scott Kingery was hot garbage, you know, last year. And then uh, center field, you know, Roman Queen continuing to get hurt. He's kind of just, I yeah. think, I think we'll make a good bench guy. I think he would make a great, I think he would make a great like pinch runner in like certain spots, you know? I mean, I kind of hope hope they go back to no DH for the national league because that's something we wanted to talk about too. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could really be great and say for that, but uh, you know, Adam Hazley didn't perform super well. I mean, Mm -hmm. no home runs all season. That's kind of a, that's a problem to look at. So center field could be another area. So, well, this is his uh, second year in the league, right? In the majors. For Adam Hazley? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so his second year. It's a sophomore slump, you know? Yeah. So, so let's come back next year. <laughs> uh, so I say, um, I guess the obvious things we'll start with would be our guys that we're trying to retain, that we're looking to retain uh, to come back for this season. So um, yep. some of the, you know, the two biggest ones really are going to be JT Real Muto and D.D. Gregorius, obviously. Yep. Um, so I don't know if you've seen the articles out there, Brandon. I'm sure you have that JT is rumored to be looking towards a $200 million uh, deal range, which that means you're looking at this guy for about eight years, which eight years around 25, 25 million. That's for a catcher because I believe he's going to be 32. If I'm correct, um, yeah, I believe yeah. he's going to be 32, or he's already no, 32 right no, now. He's going to he's going to be 31 in November, I think, or he turned 31 okay. in March. So yeah, I guess or, or no, I guess he would be, be yeah, he's 30 he, well, now. He's our he's our age, so right. Well, that's weird to think of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see, but yeah, so he's 38 years for a catcher. I mean, that's a lot. That's a long time. Like I mean. I'm, I mean, we did Howard for, uh, not Spencer Howard, Ryan Howard for what, five years, 125 mil? Well, it's not, six. it's, and, yeah, but and it's, that was, that was bad. 
I mean, yeah. at the time, I guess it wasn't, but like it only went back because it ended up at his Achilles. Yeah, and, you know, and once that happened, it was just downhill for him. Um, but with JT, like you're, I mean, I guess if the DH stays and everything like that, he can obviously play some first base when needs to. Yeah. You know, to get you know get out from behind the plate, but it's you know, two. I I'll personally I'll say it. If he is looking for eight years in that two hundred million dollar range, I'm not pulling the trigger if I'm the Phillies. I say the highest I go is six, six I was years. I say five. Yeah, five five to six years. Yeah, at the highest is what I would go. Yeah. I mean this this. Like JT Romito currently is the best catcher in baseball, well, and I'm sure the next two or three years. But you well, know, I know, I know he has a family, and and like he wants to stay somewhere for a while. But like, why not like, why not do like a three or four year deal or something like that, and then like a couple I, years in, like re reevaluate it. You know what I mean? Nah, something like that. I understand why he's looking for a longer deal. He's, he's trying to get his money. I mean, I don't blame him oh, yeah. for wanting to get his money. Right, right. And say, but he's obviously you know, the best the Phillies, free agent catcher in baseball. So yeah, but for the Phillies, like I just don't see that lasting long term. I mean, Joe Mauer's deal with the Twins did not end well. I mean, he was basically useless his like final two or three years at least yeah. um, for the Minnesota Twins. But you know, it's. If if that's what he's like I said, if that's what he's looking to the eight years now, but if he's looking like well, I he, would say if I would have like if we I'd had him like a, a what sorry. I was gonna say I'd give him the six years at like twenty four million, twenty three million dollars a year. I mean, because obviously the revenues that were lost this year, not having fans is huge. I think they said they lost a hundred and eighty some million dollars this past season, the Phillies did. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the market's going to be there for a majority of these free agents. Like, I know he's the best catcher, but like eight years, I don't see any team giving him potentially an eight year, you know, $200 million deal. Yeah. Or even if it's a seven year, $200 million year, like I don't see them giving him over $25 million a year. When was his uh, major league debut? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. Because him MLB for five or six seasons. Okay, because I'm I'm like wondering like it's it's interesting hasn't gotten like a long term deal like Harper did so early like he didn't get that earlier on in his career like like I was yeah Harper was in the majors a lot earlier oh so J J T was just like in the farm systems yeah Harper was in the major at least at like nineteen yeah yeah most most major leaguers you know make it around twenty two to twenty four yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, we're seeing difference. that with with we're going to see that with Mick Abel because I guess he's not right. due to be in the majors until like what twenty twenty four, or maybe a little earlier. Yeah, maybe probably earlier, probably earlier. Hopefully. Um, yeah, <laughs> but so, Brandon, are you are you looking are you signing JT Realmuto? What's your stance on that? I mean, I kind of agree with you. Like, he's if he wants eight years, like he's going to be thirty eight or thirty nine once that's over and his knees are going to be shot. I mean, I mean, he's a great, he's a great catcher, great baseball player, great personality to have on the team. Like he, he clearly likes Philly and and Bryce and, and he likes him. So, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with him as a player or anything. It's literally just the money issue. Cause like, I, I know the Phillies are rumored to have like all this, 
quote unquote stupid money to spend and and they started with Harper two years ago or two seasons ago but I mean to 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 spend it on a catcher f- for eight years is I feel like that's pushing the envelope and I that's, I don't think it's a smart I don't think it's a smart move I mean yeah, I, I would love to have him for a couple more years yeah and, and and pay him well for those years and then he can like retire or like be like a journeyman or something like that but I don't know. Yeah, which makes the Matt Klintak deal trading <laughs> Sixto Sanchez for a guy that you pretty much knew you weren't going to be able to re-sign is what it seems like. Uh, an absolute <laughs> albatross, and he should not be on the Phillies anymore. But yeah, um, let's move on to shortstop with uh, D.D. Gregorius. Um, D.D., he made $14 million this past season, Brandon. I think he's gonna he's the top shortstop on the market. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Ooh. Uh, that's Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> yep, chocolate. Um, he's the top shortstop on the market. That fourteen million, like I said, uh, I see him trying to get himself a three-year deal. I want to say, I I personally would love DD back. Yeah, I would I'd be too. trying. I would be trying to do three years at forty-five million, fifteen million dollars a year. I think that's reasonable for him. He's a good left-handed bat. Uh, he played pretty good defense. Uh, everyone says he's an amazing clubhouse presence. I don't think $15 million is too much, especially, like I said, he's been the, he was basically the top shortstop uh, this year. So yeah, I, uh, I'd love to have him back. Wouldn't, wouldn't he be looking for more though? I feel like, I feel like he'd be looking for more money in no, a deal like he, that. No, I mean, potentially like, so if he looks for, he's four only, or five th- years, he's only 30 years old. He's yeah, I thought he, 31. I thought he was older actually. He's 31, but like, like he's he played well, but like he's not he's not the best shortstop in baseball where you should be paying over twenty million dollars. Like you can't just keep giving these guys over tw- every player over twenty million dollars. Like you'll never be able to build a team like that. Did you uh, did you see he was born in Amsterdam? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, it was on the Netherlands uh, World That's Baseball Classic team. That's cool. Yeah, now, now you know. The more but, you know, because now it's power. DD, I'd be looking for like a three-year, $45 million deal, $15 million a year, you know, and then hopefully, you know, by that time you'll have Bryson Stott hopefully coming up for the minor leagues to hopefully take over. Take his or, place, yeah. Yeah, or some other shortstop prospect uh, potentially as well that the Phillies might either draft or, or have down there right now. Um, there is the one kid, I can't think of his name off the top of my head for some reason, but uh, I know they have another shortstop prospect that they're high on. He's just very young at the moment. I think he's only 20. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I like DD. What do you think? I I loved it. Like I, after he hit that grand slam, wasn't that the first game he hit a grand slam, or like the first series or something that he hit a grand slam? I was I it was, was hooked a, on. It was a homer. His first at bat was the homer, wasn't it? I thought it was a grand slam, or maybe it was a homer, and then he hit a grand slam. Yeah. Um, in another game, but I mean, after that, I was I was hooked on some Sir Didi, Sir Didi, Sir Didi. Yeah, yeah I, I would I would love to have him. Um, I don't. I mean, if if he asked for like a little bit more than fifteen million, I feel like the Phillies would be willing to do that just because he produced for him this year. He was very consistent. He was very consistent offensively, and his defense was great. I mean, compared yeah. to the rest of the team, he, he was probably the best defenseman next to like JT and uh who who 
who else was would have been a good JT and that's example. it example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe like, yeah, that's that is it. That's sad to say. Like, I mean, I want to yeah. say like Harper or like Quinn or Hazley, but I mean. No, Quinn, Quinn had a bunch of mistakes. Yep. Harper made a, a lot of fundamental mistakes, and I feel like Jay Bruce being the veteran in that in that outfield and Kutch, I feel like they were the better ones, honestly. Yeah, I mean they didn't necessarily make big mistakes, but they just weren't. You know, between Kutch's recovering from his injury and Jay Bruce being an old guy, yeah. old and old and slow. I mean, yeah. they weren't great. We didn't yeah, have a great but, defensive outfield this year. No, we didn't. But, but if there were, yeah, if it, I mean, if he's looking for $16, $17 million, I still probably give it to him. But I think it's another thing where it's like, I, I'm not going five years for And D yeah, I think, I think three years all. is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think. And then, I, and then we can talk after that. <laughs> yeah. I would hope DD would uh, want to be back too, mm-hmm. um, which would be awesome. But um, so say, yeah. so Brandon, let's say, um, you know, let's say DD and JT, they both they both move on, and you got to replace, you know, shortstop and catcher. Obviously, you got Nappy Boy, but he's, in my opinion, I think he's just a backup catcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for shortstop, you know, other guys, free agents, you're looking at Marcus Simeon, uh, who had a very down year, but in 2018, Marcus Simeon was amazing, and I think it was like third in AL MVP voting, and he had like 40, I think it was like 37 or 47 home runs or something like that. So uh, he could be a guy who's looking for that one-year prove-it deal around the yeah. 10, 10 to $15 million range, just like Didi did this year. And, you know, he could be a guy I think that the Phillies could potentially go for, you know, getting him out of Oakland, getting him to Philadelphia. And there's also your – and Jelton Simmons uh, offensively uh, does okay, but you're really getting this guy for his defense. He's won like three or four gold gloves. Who's this? Uh, uh, and Charlton Simmons, he's on the Angels and the Braves back in the day. Mm. Um, but, you know, he's he's another one that, you know, you can see the Phillies potentially uh, going after if they lose DD. And then there is, though, Freddie Galvis. We could bring uh, good old Freddie back if we wanted to. But I if think that might be too. To. I think that might that'd be the <laughs> steepest option. But it would be the steepest. That would be a steep uh, decline uh, from DD. But yeah, I mean, you know, you never know. Galvis is a lot younger than him, isn't he? Yeah. Or is he like 27 uh, Galvis, or something? Galvis, Galvis is 31. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't really. Yeah, well, I guess Phillies for I, like four or five seasons or whatever. Yeah, I guess I guess he was in the minors for a while there, too. I remember yeah. going to see him play. Yeah. I see, but I mean, you know, so I mean, if anything, you know, to, if you need to save money and it's a route you have to take, I think I would go with Marcus Simeon. I would like to try to give him a one-year uh, kind of prove-it deal, you know, yeah. to get back, get himself back on the market. He's only 30, so one-year prove-it deal. Then he can end up. If he has a good season in Philadelphia. He can end up doing a three or four-year, uh, as they deal, as they yeah. So, how how old is he? Semi. 30. All right. So, well, I didn't think about this. So, Didi and him are the same age, around the same age. So, Didi's already proven he could play in Philly. So why why not just like give him the give the proven guy in Philly the deal you know what I mean and you just said Simeon's had a, had a down year compared to 2018 right. so like what why not just give Didi the deal and have him just be the shortstop for the next three years or something like that 
Yeah. Or the other option is well, if you so host- if you give, you got like a qualifying offers too, Brand. So like, if you get the qualifying offer to DD, which is eighteen million dollars this year, if DD declines it and goes to another team, the Phillies are going to get an extra draft pick in the second or third round mm. uh, this this upcoming draft, which the Phillies need to build through their draft because of yeah. the money that they have on their yeah. team. And uh, I was going to say like. We'll have Hoskins hopefully coming back. He'll play first. Yeah. Um, you could stick with Kingery technically at second. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have a um, choice with that, unfortunately. And you can move Segura back to shortstop. Because he was shortstop in Seattle yeah. and then in Philly when he first came over. And then right. keep Bohm at third. Because, I mean, let's let's face it. Bohm is awesome. And he needs to be in this lineup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Bohm Bohm will be up next season. There's nothing. We don't have to worry about that at all. He'll be there first day unless hopefully an injury obviously doesn't happen unless but something crazy like that happens. But so I'm just going to I'm going to throw out there just uh, just a hypothetical. So we're saying we're going to say DD JT Romuto. We don't sign him. You know, so say they want to move on because they're looking for longer contracts that the Phillies just aren't comfortable going with. You know, which hopefully I think we get at least I think we get at least one of those guys back. But let's just say both of them don't come back. You know, I think catcher wise, you're looking at a guy, you know, down the list like James McCann. Everyone's saying from the Chicago White Sox, he's going to be the second best catcher. Um, He hit 289 this past year, uh, which was higher than JT. uh, But, you know, you're still defensively, you're not near as good as JT. But, you know, an option to maybe fill it up for shine James McCann for a two or three year deal, you know, hopefully Raphael Marchand, one of their prospects, you know, gets better since he's super young, gives them time in the minors to grow. But, you know, you do, you do things like that. Like the Phillies need to pull Braves, like the Atlanta Braves, they find these guys that they just plug and play and turn out amazing. Like Travis Darnold uh, for the, the Braves, the catcher, they signed him to a two year, $16 million deal. And like, he's, He's been killing it in the playoffs so far. He had an amazing offensive season, as I say, for the Braves so far. So, like, Phillies need to do this type of thing. Um, but, like, you know, and with that money then, you're, there's some different players. So, obviously, you got to replace at least one of those bats. So, is this where Brandon, like, center field is kind of an area that the struggle for the Phillies? Is this something, Brandon, where maybe the Phillies go after a player like George Springer from the Astros? I was What's actually looking. I was actually looking at him uh, when you first sent me that. I was like, "Oh, George Springer's free agent." Okay. Yeah. Is this something you know? That maybe they do. I mean, are you willing to take a cheater? Uh. Well, I mean, have you seen the way the Astros are imploding? Uh, specifically Jose Al- Altuve with not being able to throw the ball to second base or first base. Like. Yeah. Karma. It's a bitch. Yeah, but George, George Springer has had a pretty good playoff, so. Yeah, yeah. George Springer's I, I, been hitting. Yeah, and I mean. Center field's a, a good, def- he's a very good defensive center fielder. You know, maybe that's a guy you try to do a four or five year deal with to spend, you know, your JT money on him instead. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I, I'd be willing to sign him. I mean, he, I mean, cheater or no, like he, all those players are clearly great baseball players. Right. With or without cheating. I mean, it, it's right. a shame that they felt they had to do that because they right. are baseball players and they got to where they were up to that point. But, I mean, it's not like we're taking the whole team, you know? It's not right. like we're 
it's not like we're Astros fans and we have to live with ourselves moving forward. <laughs> so, um, good point. but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I take him. He's clearly a good baseball player. And, yeah. um, I don't, I don't really, if I guess I can kind of look to see what else we or, got here. Well, you besides George Springer, like offensively, you know, say, you know, say you get DD back, but you don't bring JT. And then, you know, say JT, like, so you do that James McCann, but, then you use some of that extra money you save from JT then. And like personally, he's my biggest free agent besides like besides JT and DD and all of them. My biggest free agent that I would love for the Phillies to target is Trevor Bauer. Yeah. You know, that, Matt, that would be an insane pitching, pickup. Pitching wins championships, as Bryce Harper said, you know, during his exit interview <laughs> with the media for pitching wins championships. And Trevor Bauer, he's going to be the Cy Young winner. He threw a 1.73 here. Uh, his strikeout, he's a strikeout king. He's just, he's got a crazy personality. We, we hopefully definitely would fit, yeah. hopefully would fit in the clubhouse, <laughs> but like you don't want the you don't want a team like the Yankees or the Mets to get this guy, no. Trevor Bauer. I think give Trevor Bauer. I mean, he said that he only wants to do one year deals, so give him one year thirty million dollars. I don't care. Give mm-hmm. him a shit ton for one year. Honestly, you know? honestly, I mean. I imagine that lineup: we, Nola, Wheeler, Trevor Bauer. We we can't say enough good things about JT. Like we love we love you, JT. Seriously, like as a catcher and a baseball player and as a human being, like you are amazing. But I mean, if it comes down to it, I feel like we need pitching over a catcher like that. Like we have, like like we said, we have Nap and we have Marshan. Not that like he's super ready for the majors, but that one-two punch and Marchand, like maybe like starting every other game or something like that. I, f- I feel like that would, I would be still sign. I mean, Marchand's going to need to play in the minors. I would sign like a guy like James McCann for okay. like two years while Marchand gets ready. But we could get them cheaper than JT and then exactly. also sign a pitcher, which we obviously need with, with Howard going down with Wheeler, his middle finger. And then obviously the disgusting, bullpen, which we haven't even talked about. Yeah. The bullpen, like, I would love to sign Trevor Bauer or another free agent pitcher that that's that's or Marcus Stroman. I mentioned him before we started recording. Like Marcus, he, yeah, he'd be an okay number three if you can get Marcus Stroman for around like eighteen million dollars around there. Yeah. I would say seventeen, eighteen. Or honestly, I think the radar um, that I would uh, kind of look at and say, which I think some I think some teams will go for. He'd kind of be a buy low. Um, option would be Tywan Walker. Uh, he was traded to the the Jays. He started in uh, Seattle. He was traded to the Jays, and he had threw a 2.7 ERA with 53 innings. Um, he was coming. He, I think his, I think he had Tommy John when he was. Tw- he's 28. He had Tommy John in 2018. Missed most of 2019. Um, pitched a little bit in 2019 then, but it wasn't great at all. But obviously, it takes time to recover, and he pitched. You know, he pitched much better so far this year, so I think he could be a buy low option for like the fifth starter spot for the Phillies too. Now, like I'm just saying for the fifth starter spot, but like Trevor Bauer, that's the guy. Like, that's yeah. the guy I think I, the Phillies got to go after. I, yeah, I think the Phillies need to be aggressive with their pitchers, pitcher yep. signings uh, this offseason because. Or, or, or is it? Uh, do you Corey Kluber? He was amazing with the Indians. He had some injuries over the past years. He got traded to Texas. Got injured, didn't pitch at all this season. 
is he going to be a one-year, you know, $10 million guy, one-year $12 million guy you take a risk on? And he goes back to ace, you know, ace form. Maybe mm-hmm. he stays healthy. So that's another – there's some options. I think the Phillies just need to bring in, like, you know, the heyday. I mean, I know you can look at 2008. Our pitching staff wasn't the best, uh, and our hitting is what carried us. But, like, you know, the most fun – the most fun year – like, that was fun. But, like, the, you know, how fun was it when we had Cliff Lee and Roy Halladay and Roy oh, Oswald? That was, and Pedro that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, was we amazing. didn't win. We didn't win. Which uh, is fine. We were still dominant. It's fun to watch a season like that versus the one we just had. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. So, yeah, definitely some starting pitching that, you know, if JT is asking for that $200 million, hey, I, I just saw That's this. Uh, Mark Mark Melanson, he's going to be a free agent. Uh, going to the relief market. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let me go to the relief pitcher free agents well, quick. Well, here, I'm going to say this real quick while you do that. Um, so John Middleton and Klintak said, I think it was mostly uh, John Middleton, he said you can't build talent solely based off of free agents, right? right. Or or something along those lines, which I, I agree with to a certain extent. But, like, you look around the league and you see, like, you see, like, a Zach Granke and uh, Justin Verlander and then a Max Scherzer. And, and like, you see they all, they those and those are just pitchers, but, like, they all won the World Series. I mean, right. one may have been tainted, but, like, they all sign – those teams all sign them as free agents or, like, from free agency. So John Middleton saying that is kind of, like, redundant. Like, I, I – I agree, but I don't agree. Like, you need free agents. Like, maybe he's talking about position players being free agents. Like, those maybe need to come up in the farm system. But, I mean... You need players. You need players coming up to the farm. I see, because money does grow on trees. And then, you you have, I mean, this pandemic that happens, it hurts them. But, you know, yeah, I... I understand. Like you got to spend money, especially when you're a huge market team like Philadelphia is. You yeah. know, put a winner on the table, you're going to have more seats in the stands. I mean, more asses in the stands. So, yeah. But yeah, relief pitchers, Brandon. Uh, you talked about Mark Melanson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be a he free was agent. A, he was a killer. Yeah, for, or against got, us at uh, least. And he, and he just and he just saved one last night too against the yeah. Dodgers. Well, then you got like Alex Colome from the White Sox. Um, you got Blake Trinan, you got, um, Kirby Yates, uh, Shane Green, Liam Hendricks. There's a lot of really good, uh, free agents, uh, potential free agents going to be a uh, relief that, pitcher. So it's a, thankfully it's, written? he, I think he has an option with the Yankees. So, um, I don't know if he'll technically be a free agent or not, but, um, like it's going to be, there's a lot of people to choose from. And like, you know, do you give for David Robertson? Do you maybe bring him back on a one year? Like, he's going to need a prove a deal somewhere. He's going to need a prove a deal, Brandon. He should be healthy. He's going to have another four or five months to be healthy for spring training. And then yeah, have but the, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have to pay him a shit ton of money. Cause no, that, that's what I mean. Like a one-year, $2 million, $2.5 million deal. Yeah, if we can do that, fine. But Yeah, he might do it. He might do it because where else is he going to go? The that's other, true. like a, you know, a non-contender will probably give him a one-year, like, $8 million deal. But... I think he'd rather contend. 
And I think, honestly, he probably feels bad in a way that he couldn't pitch it all for Philadelphia. So he probably kind of wants to come back and be like, you know, look, this is what I could have been. Where's he at? But it, oh, yeah. there's definitely some good, there's some good bullpen pieces. So uh, it's going to be expensive. But, you know, you also have guys. You bring Ken Giles that, back. Uh, he's too much well, of a he, hothead. Well, well, he's, he's going to be, a, he would be another person that would be like a one-year prove-it type guy because he was like you said he yeah. was injured all all season so yeah yeah i don't know we got it we got to get another one or two guys like you got to rebuild the bullpen and then you're going to have your young guys like uh you know connor brogdon jojo romero back there um that hopefully will perform better than you know potential guys coming out of the minors still like damon jones uh left-hander ramon rosso you know you still have him you pitch a little bit this season you know, you need some Phillies need to get some heat in the bullpen. They need people yeah. that stop throwing people in there throwing 93 to 94. And they need people throwing the 97, 98, 99. Well, that's what I hope Mick Abel can uh, can accomplish, like as as he gets older yeah, and stronger. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, he'll be a starter and he'll be stronger every year that he uh, pitches. So yep. I'm looking forward Hopefully. to that day. Yeah. But but yeah, we definitely yeah, so- need. We definitely need to to spend some money. I, I I think the most important thing the Phillies need to to spend money on um, next to JT, if they can get him for a good amount of money, um, is a starter pitcher and like at, at least one more relief pitcher or closer. Yeah. Who that is, I don't know exactly what they are looking for, but the the player the pitchers that we mentioned, I feel like are are good picks if they can get a deal done. Like Bauer, uh, Stroman possibly, um, Tywin Walker. Is he who? Who's he Sorry, with right now? Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Um, or or if we can somehow make sure Spencer Howard is healthy. Obviously, he would be part of this rotation. Yeah. Oh yeah, you uh, hope he's part of the rotation next year. It's just. You know, obviously, you need more than just the five starting pitchers. You right. Know, injuries are something that has, you know, that that's been biting us bad the past couple seasons when it comes to pitching. Yes. So you need depth. Yeah. So who know who knows? But um, but I mean, that's that's our take on that. Our yeah. hot, hot hey, take. Mean, hot take. So go, moving on for free agents, uh, draft 2021 draft. Um, don't have a lot on this, you know. Phillies, obviously, uh, they didn't make the playoffs, so they're kind of higher on the board. They're at the number 13 spot. So hopefully uh, they'll be able to pick some uh, some good guys uh, you know, up, up early. Um, I mean, uh, what I've been reading with the draft, it's a, it's a, has a lot of depth when it comes to starting pitch, well, pitching in general. So, and, you know, with the draft only being five rounds last year because of the pandemic, and now the draft is normally around 40 rounds, but this year they're talking about between 20 and 30. Mm-hmm. You know, the Phillies are going to be able to add a lot of minor leaguers, and it's probably going to be, a, like I said, a, there's going to be a lot of depth in this draft to pick from. So hopefully Brian Barber, uh, it'll be his second draft, and hopefully he'll have a good one. Uh, yeah. His first one I thought was very good last year. I liked a lot of the picks. You know, obviously Mick Abel we talked about. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be uh, quite and Bra- interesting. And Bryson Stott, too, wasn't he on that was last two year's draft? Ago. Oh, was it no, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Um, but, yeah, hopefully, you know, have a good draft. You know, you won't see him usually for two, three years at least. But 
you know, that, that'll be exciting times. And as it gets closer, that'll be definitely something we talk a lot more in depth on players that they can, um, you know, take. Obviously, for me, I think pitching is where you always need to go. Yeah. Unless it's a, a absolute standout stud of a of a batter of a hitter of some sort. Um, yeah. But pitching is always, you know, where you need to go because it's so Definitely. hard to develop for the Phillies that you know, you have to take as many as possible. Yeah. But, look look at Sixto. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't drafted. He was international, but mm. still, it kind of hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it up again. Sorry. That's right. I Moving mean, on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Playoffs. 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 Have you been watching some of these games, Brandon? I've turned them on a couple times, but I haven't really watched to the end. I've just kind of like caught a little bit. But um, did you see like some of these like the wild card series? Like almost all of them went like sweep. There were two yeah. that that didn't go sweep, and I'm actually surprised yeah. by San Diego losing one. Um to the Cardinals. Like I thought that would, that would have been a sweep for sure. Um, Cardinals are a good team. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. They, they are, but I mean, I thought San Diego would have, would, would have definitely swept them, but I guess you can kind of see that that's why they didn't sweep them. Cause they lost three, nothing to the Dodgers in the next round. So, um, and, and Miami in the wild card series, they still hadn't lost a, a playoff series. So, <laughs> <laughs> until they until they hit the Braves and the Braves swept them. Yeah, yeah. The the Brave the Braves look amazing right now. Yeah, they're on a hot streak for sure. Yeah. They have a really good bullpen, and the bullpen is what does it in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you're and you're NLCS. seeing that on the other side too. Yeah, with the I mean, Rays. And, and they're playing the Dodgers. Dodgers are choke artists uh, come playoff time. Well, yeah. Remember, I said statistically speaking, in the playoffs, they are terrible. And I think they just announced last night or this morning that Kershaw was scratched or something was um, he? i missed I, that i think i i think that was one of the the updates and i was like i was like really i mean he actually pitched well in the first series or whatever that he was in let me see if i can find it yeah but dodgers i mean sorry uh braves are up two nothing on the dodgers in the nlcs before the Ch- mm-hmm. uh, world series and then in the alcs you know tampa bay beat out the yankees in the alds three to two ha thank god i hate the yankees uh, tampa bay's up three nothing on the astros Brandon mentioned earlier, they're just imploding yeah. uh, series and just choking away. So it looks like Tampa's going to be going to the World Series. Uh, and honestly, it looks like it's going to be like a Tampa Bay, Atlanta Braves World Series at this a- point. AL I mean, and NL East Series again. Yeah. 11 years later. Yeah. Or 11 um, and, and 12 uh, years so later. So I'm rooting for the Braves to beat the Dodgers in the NLCS because I hate the Dodgers even more than the Braves. I know that's hard to do, <laughs> but I hate the Dodgers so much. Um, I hate all LA teams so much, uh, but then I'm going to be rooting for Tampa Bay. I think it'd be fantastic yeah. for Tampa yeah, was, to win. Yeah, I was going to say I, I I like Tampa Bay. Um, I mean we kind of like they they had already won their division uh, when when we played them at the end there, and they like they just looked like an amazing all around team. Like they they were probably still trying then, but at the same time, like we should have been able to beat them with the team that we have, and and we couldn't. So, Should have been able to beat them once. Yeah, at least once. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I'm I'm rooting for the Rays too. I'm I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page on that because because they yeah. I think I mean I mean the Rays and the Braves look like the better teams on on either side, but I feel like I can't root for the Braves. 
to win the World Series. Agreed. I can root. I can root for him to beat the Dodgers, but not the World Series. Yeah. Unless they're playing the Yankees, then I would or the Astros. So if Astros come back and it's Braves Astros, I'm rooting. For oh the yeah. Braves. I yeah, can't root sure. for the Astros. They're cheaters, and I can't root for the Yankees because yeah. they're the Yankees. How how messed up would that be if the Astros did come back from that 3-0 deficit and then they they were playing like because it's in Houston right or is it in Dallas? I thought they were using the Texas Texas new stadium, the Rangers new stadium. Well, there's two stadiums there. There's a, the new Texas Rangers. Yeah, they're, they're probably there. using another Houston one down well. there. Yeah, they're probably using yeah. Houston as well. Yeah, they're like right across the street from each other. I think maybe I don't know. I I can't remember from when I was down yeah. there we were drinking a lot of margaritas at the wow. <laughs> um but yeah yeah go go raise uh at this point um yeah. so yeah that's yeah. that's the i think that's what we got that's the postseason in a nutshell um that's the postseason and that's the free agency which i'm sure we'll start talking about even more again once free once some of the rumors start heating up on where teams are going to go after the playoffs are over yep yep um yep. Do you want to talk about the last two things we have here? We're at 48 minutes, so, I mean, we have a couple minutes if you want to at least talk about Mr. Glenn Doc Rivers. Yeah, I'll do a quick shout-out for Glenn Doc Rivers. Uh, his name is Glenn Rivers now. He is, there's only one Doc in Philadelphia. Yep. Um, so, Glenn Rivers hired by the 76ers for the coach. I mean, I think I, it's his birthday I, today, I, too, or it was yesterday. That was yesterday, I think. Yeah. So, I'm not... Like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. But I'm also not like, oh, like, he's terrible. Like, I'm just like, oh, cool. You know, good hire. You know, I don't have a problem with it. You know, it just. No. Yeah. Good hire. Yeah, and I think he'll be. Uh, I think he's a good addition to, to the Sixers, hopefully. I don't necessarily think it's. I mean, I think there was time for a change, obviously, with Brett Brown. But they could have brought in a lot of different coaches that I would have been fine with besides Ty Lue. Um, I think a lot of it really is going to be the changes that the GM Elton brand needs to do with it, kind of getting rid of, you know, Al Horford, the draft is going to be important. So like they have the 21st pick in the draft and then they have the first two picks of the second round, which they need to not sell those goddamn picks. They need to make both those picks and hope for the best, get some shooters. Hopefully, you know, they yeah. need shooters and a ball handlers who can actually at, least, at least one shooter. Yeah, but yeah, don't don't sell those picks, Josh Harris. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all so, right. so is that it, or do you want to talk about the last thing we have listed there? We'll, is we'll that... save that for the next pod because we're okay. gonna need some more talking points in the next pod. All right, that'll be like fifteen minutes. So. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did Did you like what I added to the last episode, or or should I go back to the the normal intro sound? Or did you not listen? Well, we didn't say keep hunting, Brandon. Well, and I, I did I, like it. Okay, all right. I did like well, it. I, well, I wanted I you to say it on this episode. Okay. So, so with I, that, we'll I say. I liked it. And right. with that, we'll say keep hunting, Brandon. Keep, keep hunting, Alex. Later.